Planet Fuzz podcast episode 11 and some very special guests today. Thank you for making time. We have Exhaust here. Yeah, nice to nice to meet you. Nice to have you on the show. Thanks tell for having the viewers, me. Uh, tell tell the world who you are, where you're from. Uh, so I'm uh, 24 years old. I'm a chef, uh, born in London, but raised in Manchester. Uh, took part in Master Chef the Professionals 2019 uh, a few years ago, and uh, yeah, I'm just uh, living it up in Manchester, working around uh, the city centre. So you're born in London, but raised. You said raised in Manchester, right? Why? How come? How did that work out? Uh, well, basically, I was only in London for a short amount of time. So I came to Manchester when I was like three years old. And really? then, yeah, just lived here ever like, since. Uh, parents moved here? Yeah, yeah. Well, my parents oh, moved right. here, yeah. Okay. Uh, whereabouts in London were you born? Uh, Elam Broadway. Right, okay. So do you still have family and stuff? Like yeah, that? yeah. I still got family in London. Mm, got a massive so, family. So, um, 24 years old. Very young. It's so it's weird having guests on the show who are younger than me, because I was uh, when I started the podcast, I was thinking, oh, I'll have guests who are you know some yeah. older than me. But when you have guests who are younger than me and doing really well as well, it's humbling to see. You've been on MasterChef, the professionals as well. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, the, yeah. Not the diet one, the full, <laughs> full part, the real deal, right? Mm. How was that like? Tell, tell us, uh, myself and the viewers, a bit more about that. Like, what was that about? Because you know what? Actually, before I met you, I didn't even know there was a Master Chef, Master Chef Professionals. I actually just knew the normal one yeah. that everybody goes on. Mm. So, like, how did that work out? How did you even get classed to be a professional? You're only 24. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when you did that, you must have been, like, what, 21? I was 22 when so I how, applied like, for that. Talk me through that. Uh, so um, obviously the professional series is um, when you're competing against other chefs, right? Uh, so, or yeah, whatever, other yeah, qualified chefs. Do uh, you got the amateur series, and then you got the celebrity series, and then the professional ones is when you're competing against these other chefs. So it could, they could be from London, Scotland, anywhere, and uh, they could be head chefs, they could be sous chefs, they could be CDPs, they could have their own catering company. Just if anyone, anyone that does anything with food professionally is a professional and then they'll go into that um, MasterChef Professionals. So did you like, what made you apply? Um, How did you get on the show? So it's different, different application processes. So you have to apply online. And then uh, literally the day after I got a phone call, I was like, whoa, that was quick. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At the time when you applied, were you working somewhere? Yeah, yeah. So I was working in a restaurant. I was working in James Martin, Manchester. Right. And then um, when I applied, uh, I just got the phone call. I was like, oh, wow, like, <laughs> this is hectic. Um, and then after that, I got an interview. Um, but because like, I applied like, right at the end, like near the end of the application process. Yeah. So they've already been to Manchester. So I had to go all the way to London to go do my interview and then just travel all the way back. I was thinking, yeah. How oh. was the interview like? Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. It was just like face-to-face -face interview with a camera set up just so they can see. And then they're just asking basic like um, sh general chef knowledge questions and stuff. And um, they was actually asking me, how do you make a hollandaise? Right. And I was like, uh. <laughs> like, my mind just went blank. I made hollandaise loads of times before. And my mind just went blank. I was like, uh, egg yolk. And then um, <laughs> you put oil in it. And then I was like, you're making a mayonnaise there. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> it was, it was just, I was just nervous. 
Um, I, I don't, I don't, I actually wasn't going to go because really, yeah, yeah, because it was all the way in London. I had to go to do my interview, so I would have went all the way to London to just do like a thirty-minute interview, then go all the way back home. Yeah. And obviously, I didn't have much money at the time, so the only option was a coach. Oh so boy. six hours, I think the coach journey is. Oh boy, for a thirty-minute interview. For thirty-minute interview, and then six hours back. I was thinking, oh no, but I just. What made you like? What made you apply? Was it like a friend, family, or what? Like, what got? What gave you the confidence to think? You know what? I'm somewhat uh, good enough to be even on this show. I didn't think I was confident to be on the show anyway. Um, what made me apply was um, obviously my friends like were saying, oh, you should do it. You should do it. Um, I was on Bake Off the Professionals yeah. and uh, that my teammate um, was like, oh, you should do MasterChef, you should do MasterChef. I was thinking, no. So you were already on another professional kind of competition prior? Yeah. So you had some some sort of experience and yeah. taste of it. Yeah. So you yeah. thought, let's apply, apply to fight with the big dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had some sort of experience, obviously, being in front of the camera. That helped me a lot with MasterChef because I was like already used to the cameras. Yeah. Um, obviously, on, on Bake Off, I was a bit scared. And then you, you just get used to it, really. Like, you're that much um, into it that you don't even realise the cameras are there. And then, um, so that helped me a lot. And then, um, yeah, and then um, I was just out drinking with uh, some, of the, some of the team. And then um, I met my friend and then he brought his friend and then he was saying how he applied for MasterChef and how it's easy process. You just do this, you do that. And that he already had his interview and stuff. I was like, all right, um, let me give it a go then. And then that's how you just thought you apply and then yeah, yeah just applied i remember applying the holidays thing <laughs> still, getting, still getting selected i know no, no were you no. the youngest one on on the show no 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 year? so there's actually even younger chefs on there i think the youngest one on my series was 21 years old wow so so not far off not far off you, not right? far off yeah so talk me through a bit more before we deep dive into your career and what you've done so far like where did this stem from this to be a chef like same like the other guest and your close friend my friend as well Aaron who was who was on the show so 25 right so young when you think of the word chef you think 35 plus mm. you know what I mean yeah like, yeah yeah, uh, yeah experienced high fire restaurant high style restaurants uh, but then when you see a 24 22 year old chef you think huh you've barely even you know been living or been alive a few years how can you call yourself chef when these people are you know so where did this stem from where did this uh, passion for food and to be a chef well it started in high school really like when it came to picking your subjects i didn't like doing gccs even though i was good at it i didn't like sitting there like pen to paper i prefer doing something practical practical more yeah, hands-on more hands-on and um, obviously cooking was something i enjoyed and so done that and then um, in lessons, like all the time, we like we get the same ingredients, the same recipe. And at the end of it, the teachers were always like, "Oh, everyone, look at exorcists. Everyone try exorcists." And that just gave me that boost. I was like, "Wow, I'm good at this. Like, I might as well like stick to this so and see what where happens." Where did that come from? Home? Um, no, yeah. not really. Like, my mum did cook a lot, but I didn't really. I wasn't really in the kitchen a lot with her. I just like eating food. <laughs> I just like eating food. So <laughs> just cook something and eat it straight afterwards. Uh, so that's where it came from, really. And um, I also thought it would be like easier because um, like I really struggle like revising 
and you know the exams and stuff so I thought, yeah, let me just give this a go. I enjoy it and it'll be easier than so doing A-levels. Like, so, so that was in high school. Then did you go to like a um, culinary college? Or yeah, like yeah. So after high school, I went to a culinary college. I don't know, professional chef skills for two years. And then uh, I decided for my final year to do pastry skills. Right. So, so I couldn't just learn a bit of both. Were your parents like okay with it um, for you to go to culinary school? Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, at the start, I was like, huh? huh? Chef? Yeah, you know, like in, in our culture or whatever, they're like, oh, someone's going to be a doctor. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what they was like. Was... When you mentioned cooking, mm. you're like, what? Mm. You're going to open a takeaway? Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, how yeah, you, yeah. How yeah. Did you kind of at first, it there was like, um, my mom was like, oh, chef, chef. I thought she was going to be a doctor. I was no like, way. I was like, where are you getting doctor from? I never even <laughs> mentioned doctor. Obviously, it's because I was smart in high school. Um, I, I could have like yeah. done A-levels. I could have gone uni. And uh, none of her sons have been to uni yet. Only wow. two, to so only the two pressure daughters. Was on you. Um, the pressure was on me because I was one of the smart ones as well. And then, um, but no, I just, yeah, just stuck to what I liked, really. And then, um, obviously, my stepdad at the time, he was a chef as well. And then he was like, do you know chefing? Uh, it's really like, really bad. The chef will shout at you and all this, like giving me all these bad points, bad points, bad points. I was like, yeah, bring it on. Wow. <laughs> I didn't believe him at the time, but and not working. Like it was hectic, but yeah. He just... so even though he was a, a chef and I'm guessing you've seen him in his work environment and how hectic it can be. Or, uh, you, you know, you, you've probably done your research anyways by that time. Um, like it's it's not it's not glamorous being a chef. No, it's not really yeah, glamorous. Like I remember just watching like it's very tough. Being a yeah, chef. My yeah, father yeah. Was a chef for many years. Mm. Uh, and it's it's not it's not it's very little reward. Yeah, for a lot a lot of time and effort and sacrifice. And at that young age, you thought, oh, I'm gonna take this on. Yeah, no, no, no. I didn't think of anything like I didn't think really like that. I I thought I honestly thought it'll be easy just. Rock up in the kitchen, cook and stuff. No way. Yeah, but it didn't turn out to be easy. It was really, really hard. And do you think you were a bit naive at that point? Like you didn't, you thought, oh yeah, I could do it in school. I could do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah, I can do it in school. I can do it in college. And then when I, it was when I started working as a chef, really, where everything just changed because it's different to school. It's different to college. <laughs> it's actually working life. Um, but I'm, I've always been a grafter, so I've always just got on with it. So you go to college, you do your qualifications, and then what happens from after there? Like, how do you make this into a career? So I've done a few work experiences in college. Um, and then I remember my friend, um, I got a work experience in the restaurant he works at uh, called James Martin. Uh, so I was there for like one week. And then... Um, do, 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 do. And James Martin was there at that time as well. There was an event going on. So I actually got to meet James Martin as well on my work experience. And I just really enjoyed it. Like, I've not really had, like, a chef job before. Oh, in that environment, in that yeah, kitchen yeah, yeah, environment. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've always been at um, college. Obviously, the college has the college restaurant uh, where we do service and stuff, but it's different to an actual restaurant. When, actually, when someone's specifically visiting a restaurant, to pay mm. a lot of money for food, then it's a different. Yeah, pressure, yeah, yeah. Different, it's right? a different. It's pressure different, and just seeing all the chefs. Um, yeah, it's a different environment, and I enjoyed it. Like, because um, obviously, 
when I was first looking for jobs, it took so long finding jobs. Um, so I started off in like, I started off in, I started off in a kitchen, but as a KP and then I started off and then I went to a sandwich shop. Even after doing your qualification, you started as a KP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So KP, yeah, yeah. for the people who don't know, is kitchen porter, right? Yeah, KP's yeah. kitchen porter. So, so that's like the bottom piece. <laughs> like <laughs> bottom, <laughs> bottom of the bottom. But no, there's still, there's still a big part to the team. Like yeah, the help course, is there, sure, cleaning yeah. the dishes and uh, getting stuff. And even sometimes, like in some places, the KP will do some prep jobs as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was only KP for like two days. Because <laughs> I went there, I started doing KP, I was looking... I was looking at the chefs doing um, different um, foods and stuff. I was proper into it. And then the next day when I was coming, I messaged him because my tra- I was stuck in the bus in, in traffic. So I was only KP for one day, actually. <laughs> stuck in the bus in traffic. And then I messaged my boss saying, oh, sorry, I'm stuck in traffic. Um, I'll be here at this time. And then I got a message back saying, oh, sorry, unfortunately, uh, the restaurant has closed down due to uh, the license. I was like, what? <laughs> no <laughs> like, way. I was on, I'm on my way to it. Can I, <laughs> then you only message me whilst I'm, when, when I've messaged you. You could have told me earlier because I wouldn't have oh, left for work. Yeah. So then I was back to job searching again because at that time, um, it was just so hard looking what for a job. What age are you at this point? Like 19? I'm 17 at this point. And then um, I ended up getting a job in a sandwich shop near my college. There was um, a sandwich shop that had hiring on the finger, so I just went there. Hold on. So you had this dream of becoming a chef? You did your qualification. I was doing my qualification. You're doing your point, qualification. Yeah. And now you're seeing all this thing and you're working in a sandwich shop. Like, you, did you not get disheartened? Or did you not no, 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 no. Anything. I was literally taking anything. I even applied. You, you know, James, whatever, that restaurant you were in there. Is it James Martin? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, in yeah. that restaurant. That's like really sick mm, know, environment, mm. whatever. From that to a sandwich shop. No, no, no. So like, James Martin came later. So, so the that, sandwich that shop. Later. Yeah, yeah. Sandwich shop was first. Right. Okay. Um, obviously, the KP was first for one day and then the sandwich shop. And then I was literally taking anything. I was even applying for stacking shelves. I just needed money. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because obviously, growing up, didn't have much money and stuff. Yeah. So I just needed money, really. Um, so sandwich shop. And then after that, I got a job at um, Five Guys, Burgers and Fries. And that was like incredible. Yeah, like the pay because <laughs> it was my first because <laughs> my first proper job, uh, I didn't get taxed, and then I always <laughs> got bonuses. People people got annoyed because I was coming after college, so I started at six, yeah, finishing at ten, whereas someone was in there from four p.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. till two a.m. Yeah. So I'll be in after someone comes in, and then I'll be out before they leave. But it was just like that was really good, and then um, yeah, I've done work experience at James Martin. And then from there, just after doing that work experience, I just really wanted to be in that kitchen, back in that kitchen vibe. Because obviously Five Guys is like burgers and fries, limited menu. Yeah, fast pace, limited menu, fast food. Um, But I wanted to be in that fine dining kitchen side. And uh, yeah, eventually when they started hiring, I uh, just um, got called, I got got the job. Okay, so before we deep dive more into that, tell me a bit more about your background. Like, where's your background from? Uh, so both my parents are from Congo. Um, they were both born in Africa. Um, I've only got my eldest sister that was born in Africa, and then the rest of us were all born in um, London, Manchester. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, we're all Congolese. Obviously, I understand the language. It's Lingala, but I don't really speak it that well. But I can understand it well. Do, does your family ever try your food and? 
critique it like oh this is not this is not uh, like okay firstly do you make congolese food like have you ever tried uh, yeah i've tried making congolese food and do they ever critique it and they think oh you know because you're born here you can't cook like no home. no 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 obviously i've learned learned from my mom in it yeah so my mom was just teaching me her way of how to cook it um i've not done much but um i want to do more more of, of, more of the congolese food. food and stuff yeah 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 okay Car- well carry on on to your career then so sandwich shop so kp for one day sandwich shop five guys what happens next this is like obviously 18 19 yeah yeah yeah, right? yeah, what yeah. Happens next? You have so still what two three years before you jump onto masterchef so. yeah 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 so when i was at five guys uh, i was still studying at college um and uh, also like because um uh, in college i was doing savory okay. so but i also enjoyed like baking and doing yeah. cakes so i was just doing cakes and then um, every time we got birthday cake like it looked amazing but um it always tasted really really bad so i thought right let me try and make my own birthday cake for someone someone in the family and then um because i was good in, i was good with flavors good at baking so the the flavor was there it was just my decorating that wasn't there hmm. so <laughs> the cake didn't look great <laughs> obviously at the time i was 17 i was like yeah this this cake's sick this cake's sick <laughs> but looking back at it no <laughs> but um yeah yeah my family loved it and then my sister is my number one fan she's like oh uh, exhausted you should sell these cakes all right yeah uh, so i started my own cake business as well when i was 17. Uh, wow. So I was studying at college, started my own cake business, and then I was working at um, Five Guys as well. And then, um, yeah, like I said, I went to work experience at James Martin. It took ages for me was to get the job done. Was it after Five Guys? It was during Five Guys. During Five Guys. So yeah, you're yeah. still in Five Guys all this time? Because at college, um, part, of your post, um, part of your course, you have to do work experience. Yeah, sure. Um, so I've done work experience at James Martin. And then obviously at that time they weren't looking for chefs. I think it took like a, a couple months because I kept seeing the sous chef come into Five Guys whilst I was working. I was just on the tills whilst I was working, and then um, I kept seeing him come in. And I was like, "You got you got any jobs yet? You got any jobs yet?" <laughs> Give him a free milkshake and that. <laughs> so, you got any jobs yet? <laughs> um, but yeah, eventually they gave me the call. My friend was backing me up because my friend worked there, and it, um, so when I was looking for staff. Yeah, obviously put in a word he said um, obviously he's a good chef give him a give him a chance and all this um and then yeah got a call and then just started off as a commie chef there at um james martin um but at the time i didn't leave five guys obviously it was like really good stuff there um i didn't leave it so i was doing james martin five guys cake business trafford college and cake business <laughs> at a young age i was thinking oh this is too much and obviously my tax was so high now you're getting taxed, yeah, yeah now i'm getting taxed high because i got two jobs so i just thought right it's time to leave five guys and then just concentrate on this there was times where i was going to college and then going james martin and then after james martin i go five guys and then i come back home and do granite cakes and then it was just like too much far too much barely any sleep barely any sleep just a lot of work um but yeah okay so you finished college at that point you're still i'm guessing working in five guys but then you left five guys as well to carry on with james martin what happens from then like um because you baking or pastry seem to be something that you kind of like or enjoy more than savory right 
Uh, no, no, not really. Do you like both? Uh, yeah, I like both. I like both. I like doing both. Um, obviously, when I was at James Martin, I was still at college. So I was, um, I was in my final year of college and I decided to do pastry because I wanted to learn like both. Like I've already done two years of savory. Is it because you wanted your cakes to look good? Um, in a way, yeah, I wanted to because they, <laughs> they did have cake decorating because with my cakes, like I'm all self-taught. Um, like I've, all, I've been watching YouTube clips and just seeing how to decorate and stuff. But from where I started to where my cakes are now, like a massive improvement. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to do pastry as well because I did enjoy pastry. I had a massive sweet tooth as well. <laughs> and obviously I like to eat. <laughs> I like to eat back then. So I'd rather make something sweet and eat it because I had a massive sweet tooth. Um, and also because I just wanted to learn both sides, really. Um, because drawing down the line, if I'm like becoming a head chef, you need to know like both sides, really, anyway. Um, so yeah, I was doing pastry at college whilst working at James Martin and um, I think because I was doing pastry at college and because I had my own cake business um, they put me on pastry a lot at James Martin so I was on both sides jumping between savory and pastry at James Martin and obviously I was doing well on both sides and stuff and yeah I just enjoyed doing both really and from there I just love doing both. How was it like working in that environment because like five guys you make a mistake with the order whatever it's cool it's fast paced you just you know give the customer another one and that's fine. Whereas somewhere like James Martin, where it's like you want to make sure anything that goes out is the best that it can possibly be and nothing comes back. Yeah, like yeah. Like if yeah. anything comes back, like shit's hitting the fan, right? Yeah, so... so how do you deal with that pressure and having obviously well, chefs as above a, you? As a commie chef, like... And there was young a, as well, they must think, oh, yeah, he's young, yeah, yeah. he's, you know, he's not using his head mm, properly, whatever, mm. whatever. As a commie chef, there's not much pressure really anyway. Because obviously you'll have a chef over you, so it'll be their responsibility, really. Okay. Um, so if anything comes back and stuff, it'll, it'll <laughs> blame will lie on them. <laughs> um, but no, I was just training up. Obviously, it's, it's a lot of pressure. Like, you got to get everything out right. And obviously, it was a top restaurant. Everything needed to go out right. And I was just learning and just took on board everything. Obviously, at the start... I, I was like playing around, messing around a lot. Obviously, my work, I was working with my, with my friend. I was gassed. I was in the <laughs> kitchen. I was like, I'm a chef, I'm a chef. Um, <laughs> but I just needed to step back and take it seriously. And then that's what I've done. Mm, okay, so you apply for MasterChef uh, Professionals. You get selected. Talk me through the feeling when you when you find find out that uh, or when you found out that you're gonna get you're gonna go on the show and uh, yeah. So I actually thought. Um, did you think uh, like oh um, they actually picked me? Like what am I gonna do now? Am I gonna, <laughs> am I gonna be the first one out? Like that's you know the anxiety of being the first one out. Um, you you must have thought okay I messed up in the interview as yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, 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 now yeah. they picked me. This is going to be an embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously it is embarrassing. You don't, you don't always, you don't want to be the first one out all the time. Um, like you don't want to be the first one out of a, of a competition like that, is, especially yeah. when it's on TV, like, cause you, you'll be remembered as the first one out. Sometimes you don't even get remembered at all. Um, and obviously Bake Off, that's what we were scared of. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we were scared of that. Um, with Bake Off, like in college, that's where I met my um, team, my teammate from Bake Off. We was in college together doing pastry. And then we used to always joke around saying, oh, we, we go and Bake Off together. And then we actually done it. Uh, we actually got into the show on Bake Off. And then um, 
Yeah, just hectic. Like we 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 went in thinking, yeah, we're gonna lose first. <laughs> was joking, <laughs> was joking around like, yeah, we're gonna lose first anyway. We're gonna get kicked off first. Was joking around, but we actually believed it that we're gonna lose first because was I was only twenty one on Bake Off and she was twenty, and then was up against these incredible um, pastry chefs that have been working together for years. There was a team that worked together for ten years together, and me and my teammate never worked together at all. Oh We've only God. been in college together, which is not really working together. Um, so it was tough, but like we don't really well on Bake Off. But now in MasterChef, you're alone. Yeah, with MasterChef. You don't have no teammate to MasterChef, right? yeah, I was alone, no yeah. teammate. Like, I had to shine on myself, like, because on Bake Off, she was the team leader. I had someone there, like... And the other characters uh, on that show as well, you can have characters that are very... Um, what's the word, like? you know they, they have big personalities yeah yeah yeah, yeah obviously yeah, yeah. a lot of them can be older as well so more experienced uh the immense and the and the judges there's judges as well obviously the two people who are judging you on week by week right presenting food to them and this is like going to be watched by millions of people the immense pressure you must have did you take a minute to like soak it in before the show thinking you know, no no it didn't really this like is a plan. did you have a plan or anything no 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 didn't have a plan obviously when um when i got through to the show obviously i seen um the because i followed the judges on um, yeah. instagram yeah, yeah. Uh, so seeing they started posting saying um oh starting filming for master chef the professionals started filming blah 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 there's pictures of the camera crew and stuff and pictures of the MasterChef logo that they're in the studios. I was thinking, all right, I've not got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They started shooting. I was thinking, right, I've not got it. Because <laughs> they messed up on the interview and not got it. Uh, Were you um, upset? Were you like a bit heartbroken thinking? Uh, I wasn't heartbroken. So, I've made this thing how many times mm. and how did I mess it up? No, no, no. I wasn't heartbroken because obviously at that time I didn't think I was that confident anyway. I was just I was just a 22 year old chef. My, my career was just at a start anyway. I was thinking, right, yeah. <laughs> didn't Maybe get it, year. fair enough. Maybe no, next not year. next year. I was going to leave the industry at that point as well. No way. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, just, you were done with being a chef? I was done with being a chef at that what? point. Yeah, yeah. Because it was just too much, it was just too much hours. And obviously, like you said, at a young age to take on all this at a young age, it was just too many hours. And obviously, like I got a massive family when it was like my family parties, birthdays. I never got to go to any because I was always oh at work. Um, so you were so, this close, like you were very close. Yeah, I was very close. I was going to, that's why I applied for MasterChef also to like just leave with a bang, leave the industry with a bang a bit. Um, and then um, one day I was driving to work. And then the, I got a call that was like, hello, Exorce. Um, we want to give you a spot on the show. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? I, thought I was you like, started filming already. <laughs> I know. I was, I was like, I literally said, oh my God, I, I, thought, I thought you already chose everyone because you had started filming already. And I was like, oh no, we'd love to have you on the show. And then I was like, oh well. And then, yeah, I was just on the show At from that, that point. At that point, um, was there Instagram then? Well, yeah, there was. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So at that point, how many followers did you have on Instagram? Uh, so I, I had, I just made a, so I never, I was never on social media anyway, but because I was going on Bake Off and made uh, Instagram. Oh, and, and your cake business as well. Um, yeah, my cake business so as well, yeah. So I've always had my cake business Instagram, but I'd never had a personal one. So you made a um, personal one? So I made a personal one because I was going to be on Bake Off. And because we lasted a few rounds, so I just made a personal one for anyone that wants to find me and have a look at my work. So it wasn't like colossal amount? No, no, no. Um, so after Bake Off, I think I got up to like 850 followers. Okay. Um, and then 
MasterChef, after MasterChef ended, it just went up and up and up. And now I'm on like, I think I'm on like 22,000 followers. So when did followers. you get verified? Um, so that happened, um, I don't remember, was it? I think it was during one of the lockdowns. Um, I just, um, I just, uh, someone messaged me like, oh, he's Mr. Blue Tick now. I was like, what? And literally looked. No <laughs> yeah, looked and then I seen that I got the blue tick. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> didn't even notice. <laughs> so you did, like, um, Instagram have a process of where you apply. To yeah, yeah, time. yeah. So um, I got my agent, because I have an agent. Um, right. My agent was trying to apply for it and stuff. And, and then just, um, it I just think, came, it just came. Well, I, what I did is I actually Googled you. Because I thought, okay, he's 24. He went to MasterChef at 22. There's a certain criteria to get verified on Instagram. I was like, how the hell, like, has this 24-year-old managed to get himself verified? And when you Google him, he's actually, like, he comes up on BBC2. He comes up on, like, your name just... Yeah. Like, <laughs> with bare pictures yeah, and stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. okay, he's like, it's a serious deal. But you yeah, know, yeah, think yeah. of yourself like that, like, a lot of, you know, yeah. yeah you got a blue tick. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not really kicked in yet. Like, your, just, your I just must be filled with, <laughs> with craziness. Filled, filled. Um, like, obviously, everyone's like, "Oh, blue tick, Mister Blue Tick." But <laughs> for me, it's just the blue tick. Like, <laughs> when I get my Instagram blue tick, I'm deleting all all my friends' numbers. <laughs> I'm changing my number. I'm changing. <laughs> I'm moving out. First. You lot cannot find me. If I get a blue tick, mm, mm. that'll be Instagram's biggest mistake. <laughs> to get me a blue tick. Now, talk me through the competition itself, right? The first day of, of competition. Oh, you? no. <laughs> Bringing back memories now. The first uh, task to do. Right. So um, I remember we got to the hotel. So we just checked into where the hotel. Where was this? Where, where did they film it? Um, was it Stratford? I think it was Stratford. Okay. Uh, got to the hotel um, and then in the morning we got down for breakfast because we had breakfast. I was just looking around around the room thinking, right, who could I be up against here? Because there's loads of people oh, there because right. so, we so all stayed all in the same hotel. in the same place. There was only six of us because they split it into, because so, they, they, they started with 48 right. and they split us into groups of sixes. So I was looking around thinking, which other five am I up against here? Just looking around. Obviously, I was only 22. I was a chef de party which is like the second chef up um, after. So you start off as a commie chef and then yeah. you get promoted to a chef to party. Um, so I was thinking, who am I up against here? And then obviously when the production crew came and then rounded everyone up, I was like greeting everyone. And then we was all walking to the studio. And then there was um, six of us walking to the studio. I was just thinking like, wow, like six of us are walking. <laughs> at, the, at the end of the day, three of us are going home. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's, it's gonna get half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh literally, boy. so it's not even. It, with Bake Off, they was knocking out one at a time, one at a time. Oh my. With this one, they, they literally went through quick. So the probability of you surviving is was, actually 50 It was actually 50%. It's not yeah. like, oh, it's six, so it can remain five months. Yeah, yeah, 50, yeah. 50. It's actually 50%, and I was just looking around. So hold on, there's six in a group, and there's like. God knows how many groups. Yeah, so there's eight, eight, eight groups, yeah. Oh, eight groups, right? And half each group getting halved. On the first day, Yo, each group got halved. Mad. Yeah, so from 48, it drops to 24. And then from 24, it drops to 16. Okay, they literally so... went through like mad. 
Okay, so talk me through that first day, you know, you're walking to Yeah, so the first day I was walking to the studio, there were six of us, I was just looking around thinking, oh shit, <laughs> three of us are going to get sent home. Um, but then, you comp- are you competitive? Like, uh, um, I am competitive, I've done a few um, competitions in college and uh, I've won a few you've as well. You've always been competitive then, it's like... Yeah, yeah, I've always been, I've always loved like pushing myself and just doing competitions and stuff, because it's something different, I think all young chefs should try it. Um, just competing in a competition. Okay, um, so so you walk in. Yeah, walk in, um, get to the studio, we are clocking and signing and stuff. Um and then um we just have we had to pick a thing out of a hat. Um because there's two different skills tests. So the first challenge is the skills test where um you just walk into the room, everyone's seen it. You don't know what you're doing until you get into that room. Um so we all picked a number and then um I was um, number, was I number two? I think I was number two. So I was the second one going in. Interesting. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's very interesting. So okay, um, continue. I went in, there was like, okay. Because yeah, they kept us all in one room. And then as soon as you've done your skills test, you get sent to another room. You don't get back. You don't go back to the contestants. Right. In case you tell them, oh, what the skills test is. And in case you help them and stuff. Uh, so just seeing one person go, I was like, oh, no. I'm number two now, I'm number two. <laughs> and then um, when they, they finished, they was like, Exhaustive, we're ready for you. I was literally so scared. And then um, they was like, okay, off you go. Three, two, one, go. I literally walked through the door and the three judges was just there staring at me. And then um, I seen something on the bench. I was thinking, no, I've never worked with that before. <laughs> oh, I've never worked yeah. with that before. And what then, was um, it? It was an artichoke, a global artichoke. Um, and then, um, yeah, they was just there staring at me like, that's the, fir- <laughs> that's the first time you see them judges. And yeah. it's just scary. Also, I you think don't like get to sit with them prior. You don't, yeah, like yeah, that. nothing prior. Um, with Bake Off, we got to meet the judges beforehand. And then with this, you just walk through the door and obviously a big caliber of chef like that. And then just, just looking at you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just walked through. I just literally, I was walking in, and I literally just wanted to turn around and run <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't, see, I didn't know what that global choke was. It was first time seeing the judges. They're just looking at me. Um, I knew, I knew this was gonna be a disaster. So I walked in, and then um, Monica was like, "So I want you to uh, braise this artichoke, and I want you to make a, a aquafaba mayonnaise." Um, and I was thinking, what? <laughs> I was thinking, what's that? <laughs> I, was, I didn't know what an artichoke was. I didn't know what aquafaba was. Um, but then she explained that it's like made out of chickpea water. So right, it's like right. a vegan, like a vegan mayonnaise. And I've made mayonnaise before, so I just used my um, chef in my in, yeah, um, instincts. And uh, yeah, I remember doing it and I just messed <laughs> up so bad. Breaking sweat. <laughs> this I, is a disaster. Messed up so bad. Should have stuck to selling cakes. Yeah, I don't honestly. I thought I like even. In, I wasn't. Even, I was one of the worst in that series of the skills test, but I was also one of the worst of the skills test in general in, oh, in master wow. chef professionals. I honestly thought mine was that bad, um, and then I just thought literally after that I was like so embarrassed, like because obviously I'm representing my work as well. Um, 
And then I was just, I just thought, literally after I'd done that round, I was like, this career isn't for me. You're like, bro, yeah, yeah, <laughs> literally, because I was already thinking, right, I'm going to leave the industry anyway. And then for that to happen, I just thought, no, I was literally, I, I wanted, I, I wanted to just leave. You. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to go home after that. I was thinking, oh no. And because, and when we got sent to the other room, every time the chef was coming through after their skills test. And um, that's like, oh my God, smashed it. Oh my God, done this. Oh my God, smashed it. Rubbing it in. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm one of the three that's going to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that and then I just thought, you know what? I'm, I'm here, like only 48 people got through to the TV show and thousands applied. Like there's no point in giving up now. I'm just going to finish this last chest test on a bang. Um, or at least I go out fighting. Um, so then I done the signature test. So I done like a massive shoe bun, dusted it in raspberry powder, and filled it with lemon and raspberries, and it was just something different. And they, they really enjoyed it. And um, obviously, when it came to results time, uh, they told got told one chef was through, and then another chef was through. So I hearing them two names go through, and then there's four of us just standing there waiting for that final name and there was like the final chef going through is and then they said my name i was thinking because with my round like there was it was really tough we had i think we had two head chefs and um, we had a sous chef we had um, a junior sous chef that worked in a michelin star restaurant and um, we had someone that had their own company there was like big chefs in my round and i was thinking this isn't fair i'm only 22 years old and you put me up against these. <laughs> I'm thinking this wasn't fair. I honestly thought I was going home that round. Um, and then, yeah, once they said my name, I was like, oh my God. That's, you know, the interesting thing is when, when you pick that number out of the hat, right? Your number was two. And in the overall competition, you came second or joint second. Uh, yeah, joint second in a way, because it was them. I didn't even think of that like that. <laughs> but you see, like, the first yeah. number you picked in the competition was two. Yeah. And you came joint second. Yeah, as well yeah, 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 yeah. Now, fast forward me through the, you know, the whole competition itself. Like, how, how did it feel week after week and challenge after challenge? Um, success after success of, you know, messing up after messing up. It was just, it was just scary, really, like, before... Because um, this is all you're doing for, like, how many weeks is it? Right? Um, so the whole process is three months of filming. So three months? Yeah. You're just waking up and doing challenges or... No, 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 you go home. Week. You go home, yeah. Week, you keep coming back because there's so many of us. Yeah. It's all on different days, different weeks. So you just, they, um, once you so do, once once you do a challenge... Weeks? Uh, no, 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 it was, it was literally every week. Oh, still every week but, um, because yeah, I was at because I was at the end so it was good for me like the people that started filming at the start when I said I was looking on Instagram so they finished their round they got through and then they had to wait like three weeks whilst I was filming the rest because I was on the end um, as soon as I finished my round I literally came back kept coming back because ah, um, so yours was more consistent um, yeah yeah mine was just well, I think it was better that way just straight in, because if I got through at the start and then I had to wait three weeks, would have just been like, oh, come on. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you clearly did good enough to end up so high up in, in the ranking at that age. Like, how, how did that make you feel? 
Obviously, uh, like considering you messed up the interview, yeah, 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 messed up the interview, messed, messed up the, up the skills challenge. test, yeah. Considering you're gonna leave the industry yeah. to then being so high up at, in a competition which is full of strictly professionals mm. as well. Mm. So you must have thought at that point, is this is for me? Maybe actually, yeah, maybe yeah, I yeah. Can't yeah. Do this. Maybe it's it's definitely what I needed, like because when I was telling people I was leaving, when I was um, told my head chef I was leaving. He's like, no, no, I'm not going to let you leave. <laughs> like, even if, like, I'm not saying that just so you stay here. Even if you go work somewhere else, I'm not letting you leave. Obviously, everyone's seen a potential in me that I didn't see myself. And I've seen it myself through going MasterChef. Like, just getting through the rounds, um, unlocking a potential I didn't see, like, realising, like, what I'm capable of. I was just like, there was a point where I was just smashing round after round after yeah. round. I was thinking, is this really happening? MasterChef Professionals. And I'm smashing round after round. Because I remember, I didn't, I didn't watch MasterChef Professionals um, before I applied. Um, <laughs> so I didn't know what I was getting myself into. But when I did watch the series, I was thinking, oh my God, like the chef's on the next level. What am I getting myself into? And then for me to be like one of the top round after round after round like like i just boosted my confidence like that's why i'm still a chef now because of the master chef so you leave master chef you obviously get a lot of success from it a lot of following from it as well um what is going through your head at that point what are you going to do like do you do you stay in the restaurant that you were or do you so how did you end up what you're doing now well i already handed my notice in before um i went into master chef anyway um why why because i was gonna leave the industry oh. <laughs> yeah i was gonna so leave you the industry were that serious yeah, 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 yeah not like thinking you were like pen to paper you were yeah, yeah, yeah. Ready to go. <laughs> leave ready to go so i already handed in my notice and obviously because of how far i became a master chef and um, they wanted me to stay a bit more um, do a bit more events and that. I thought, right, go on then, why not? Um, <laughs> he must have said my price. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I ended up staying um, for, I think, a few extra months. Um, and we'd done some, like, private, uh, some events. So there was, like, a kitchen takeover event and an exhausting night where I've done, like, a five-course meal. Um, all my dishes from MasterChef. Um, wow. Not all of them, like, just, like, five of them. Um and then, um, like, literally... And people came? Yeah, yeah, literally, when they posted it online, it got fully booked. And wow. then, like, the bookings were still on, so it got overbooked. So they took too many bookings for that night, and then we couldn't seat that many people. So loads of people got refused them um, entry and stuff. And I was thinking, wow, like... You must have felt like... Yeah, I felt, celebrity, I felt like, what? what? People are actually coming to eat your I, Yeah, yeah, because I was only 22. I was thinking, what? <laughs> what's going on? What's like? going on? Yeah, what's going on? Like, uh, to, become, to come from, like, CDP Not to even that, that. To come from one day of KP. <laughs> <laughs> from the very start, yeah, yeah. to people. That's, you know how mad that is? Just have a think. From on the bus texting your boss saying i'm late you know you're a kp your boss is saying the restaurant's closed to a sandwich shop even five guys respectfully five guys to people booking to come and try your food mm. and you sell it you know you're fully booked that's on such a short time it's not like yeah, 10 yeah, years yeah, time, yeah, it's such yeah, a short yeah. time. 
I don't know how me. I'm t- like I said, I'm changing my number. <laughs> yeah, it, all, it took a while. It took a while for it to sink in. Like because when I was doing MasterChef, I, di- I didn't tell anyone that I was on it. Um, okay. Obviously, only my work knew because I needed time off. Um, but my family didn't know. Um, I didn't tell my friends that I was on it. I just kept it to myself because I thought, because right, <laughs> I thought, I honestly thought I'm either gonna lose first or I'm probably. Gonna, <laughs> I know I always lacked. I always lacked in confidence. It was proper bad, but now I know how good I am. Like my confidence levels have gone up there. But um, I thought, yeah, if I do lose anyway, at least I've not told anyone, and yeah. I'm not gonna. T- I'm not gonna tell anyone that I'm on the show. <laughs> They'll only see it if they actually watch it. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't even remember what I was, talk, what I was talking about. Nah, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. So now um, you've started this new thing where you're catering for people or, or you know, you're providing your surf- services um, for people within their own environment, in their home, mm. um, private dining, right? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, private dining, dining, yeah. And recently you've done something for Chunks, Philly. These are big names, right? Mm. In the online uh, media industry. How did that come about? How did you think, okay, because what you do now is you're clearly working with um, Aaron uh, under his umbrella, his massive operation that he's mm. doing to take over the whole of Northwest. Yeah, 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 yeah. he's got big plans. Um, <laughs> and along that, uh, um, you know, alongside that as well, you're doing this private dining thing. So how does that work? What is private dining? I've never... Uh, so never it's when I go to people's houses and um, I'll just cook a meal in the, in the kitchen for them. So they're, they're in the comfort of their own home. Um, it's, re- it's good in a way, really, because they don't have to worry about taxis or driving or drinking too much. They're in, they're in their own home um, and they're That's getting mad. food. Yeah. That's actually mad. Mm, and you're getting restaurants, restaurant <laughs> standard foods in your own home. What? I th- Wait, that's, <laughs> that's crazy because I like you go to Tesco, you buy this thing where it's like all the food is in there. You open it or you poke it with your fork. Yeah, and yeah, put it yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. It warms up. You put it on your plate and then you know that's it. But now this that's that's the private dining. Some you know, <laughs> but now you've taken it or people have taken it another level above, which is. A chef actually comes to your house, a full-on chef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually yeah, comes yeah. to your house. Can I ask you if you want to answer? How much is it? Uh, so I charge one hundred pound per head. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days! And that's for there's a free course meal, and then you can get the bigger there's packages. There's a thing I do in on on the show whenever a guest says numbers. Uh, Cha-ching! <laughs> <laughs> Man, hundred pound a head, you know. Mm. Obviously, you gotta make it worth your while. So, really. what about the ingredients? Uh, so that's obviously that's why I'm charging one hundred pound per head because oh, it's, it's on like you as well. it's on me as well. I'm gonna oh. get the ingredients. Um, that's why I charge so much, and obviously we're traveling there, and I've got a staff with me as well, so I've got to pay that staff as oh, well. Okay, yeah, so yeah, you've yeah. got a staff as well. Yeah, so yeah. this is a full on operation. Full on operation. Not just a, like uh, you just turn up to someone's house and. Have you got cutlery? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you got pans and pots? Mm, everything's organised. I love being working at Five Guys and working at James Martin. Everything was just like, I learned organisation, I learned cleanliness. And yeah, that just helped me a lot in my career. So what's the, like, because I'm guessing, okay, considering the amount of money that you're paying, this is not going to be 
uh, your normal average day-to-day people who are going to really play too because yeah, 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 you're yeah. never going to eat alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're going to have five, six, seven people, right? Mm. What are some of the kind of types of people that you've um, cooked for or catered for? Yeah, they're all like they're all like really friendly. Like most most of my fan base and my customers are based in London, so I get a lot of London um I mean, bookings. And yeah, they're just like really nice people. Like they're like successful successful in their careers. Yeah, and of yeah, yeah. Like you should see great. you should see some of the houses we go to. And the kitchens are just massive. The houses are massive. Some of the kitchens yeah. are bigger than restaurant kitchens. Because mm, in my <laughs> in my kitchen at home, it's just a little strip. So to, <laughs> so to go into the kitchen like that, it's just like it's they like have an wow. Island and yeah, islands. I love islands. There was one where they had an actual whole cupboard just for dry stores. Like I got gassed when when I see kitchens like that. You've and I traveled just, abroad as well, haven't you? Yeah, You've yeah. Been, so someone someone from America flew you uh, out. flew me out to cook a private dinner for ten people. Uh, it was just crazy. Like Cha-ching. I got so much, I got so much exposure from Master wow. Chef, and like it was all like weird. Like even when I was in the American airport, I was like, "You for Master Chef?" I was like, "What?" <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're messy. No, 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 no. I was like, "Whoa!" Like it was just so different because I was only 22 and from being a chef behind the scenes that no one really I like think I must, looked at. Yeah, I must be getting it wrong because Master Chef is probably one of the biggest shows when it comes to like chef and cooking and mm. you know culinary shows, right? And especially the professionals. Think about how many professional chefs there are mm. in the world who will watch MasterChef or like Gordon Ramsay's, you know, shows or whatever. Uh, and it's not like there's loads of MasterChef shows, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The specific UK one, Australia, America. So it's actually true. Like a lot of people would have watched it. A lot of people would have watched it. And w- at what point did you start? kind of processing it that you know actually people like they recognize me i'm getting flown to america yeah, like yeah, there's yeah, just yeah, in america yeah, yeah. Like, of course there is <laughs> but they fly me i'm a, t- I'm a 23 year old they, why why the hell are they paying me for I don't, like there's was, hundreds, millions of chefs in america mm, it was just hectic like i was shocked i was like oh my god like they got they flew me business class I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to go back to economy after this. <laughs> they put me in a nice hotel. Their house was beautiful. Oh, it's just, it's just. What did you make? Life. Um, so I don't even remember. That was a long time ago. So I done um, three different canapes, and then um, I done a five course meal after that. And obviously that was a bit of a tricky one because we had some gluten free. We had um, oh, vegan. Yeah, yeah. There was like different allergies as well. Um, so but I ended up doing it anyway. And that's for how many people? Was it seven? That was for 10 people. 10 people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was on my own. Um, that was basically my, my first, like, proper private dinner, really. Um, and from that, I really enjoyed it. Um, obviously, after MasterChef, I got loads of exposure. Like, I was doing events, and I was getting paid £1,000 per event just for cooking two dishes um, for, like, 50 people, 100 people. It was going well. My savings were just stacking up. I was like, yeah, I'll have my house in no time because I was saving up for a mortgage. Um, obviously, it became too much working and doing that. So I eventually left work. And then literally like a week later, lockdown. Came out of nowhere, the first lockdown. Um, and then um, I was thinking, okay, cool. Um, like, this gives me time to just relax and chill because I'm always overworking myself. I've got a problem with overworking. So that forced me to stay at home and do nothing. 
which was good. But obviously my bills were still coming out. I was still getting bills. Still had to pay them um, house bills and that's paid to live and that. Um, and then my savings was going low and low and low. I was thinking, oh, no, I need to do something. Like, I've not got a job, so don't get any furlough. Um, and then my money was going down. So I started my own business, Exhausted at Home. Uh, started doing microwave meals at first. And that just blew. Because I've seen um, Instagram, I've seen all these chefs doing their at-home boxes. So they're doing, like, a box, like, with, like, proper fine dining stuff in the box. Um, all tubbed up and instructions of how to cook it. Um, and I was charging like £120 for the box to feed two people and stuff like that. So they'll, the customer will get the box and then um, cook it themselves. I was, I was just thinking, if I pay £120 and I get this box and I burn the piece of steak, I'm going to be pissed off. <laughs> so I just done um, cooked meals already, microwave meals. Um, so that all they have to do is just put it in the microwave. So I just started it off like that. And just to make it easier for people. And like, it was like a nice, nice microwave style food. And that just blew. How much did you charge for the box? Um, so I started off with £20 for... Wow. For a So for £120, someone's yeah, charging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got a cookie yourself. To you charging £20. Yeah, I just wanted to make it affordable, you know, like, because it was lockdown. Obviously, I was struggling with money. Lots of people struggling with money. I just wanted to make it affordable. Um, and, and it was just something nice different. Time as well, yeah, 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 yeah. And for that twenty pound, you'll get like a soup. You'll get your main course, and then you get a dessert as well. And everyone was just loving it. It just blew. Like the first month, I made like four thousand two hundred pound revenue. Wow. I was, I was thinking, what? Like, <laughs> I was thinking, what? <laughs> and this was all just for making meals from my home. And then the next month, the same amount as well. And then um, I was just thinking, like, this is crazy. And then um, after, when they introduced um, Eat Out to Help Out, when lockdown got lifted, obviously I lost a lot of costume. Everyone was going out, eating out. Um, that's when I met Aaron. That's when he introduced me into his um, world. How did you meet him? Um, just through Instagram, really. Um, he, I've been following his page anyway, his food page. And then I seen he had a special offer on chicken and waffles. And then um, I seen him in school. We went to the same school. So I seen, yeah, him, yeah, I seen yeah. him around walking in school, but we never talked. And then, <laughs> because he was in the year above. Um, but then I just seen him. He had a special deal on the thought, right, let me try this food. Um, went to him, got the food. Um, he, had, he had a chat with me. Obviously, this was after MasterChef as well. So um, he was like, oh, yeah, like what you're doing and stuff. And we should, like, we should work together and stuff. Um, and then obviously, during that lockdown, he contacted me told me what he wants um, and then he wants me to do desserts and stuff and I started working with him. Um, but yeah, obviously Eat Out to Help Out came. I was losing costume, so that's when I started my private dining where I go to people's houses um, because, um, yeah, I just wanted to just like keep this business going. Because mm, uh, you did it yeah, once yeah, or yeah. twice and you kind of enjoyed it as well. Mm, so with that private dining, when I launched that, I was getting bookings as well, like people booking me. And yeah, to this Can day, I'm honest, still doing right? it. Private dining seems like you make a lot more money than working in a restaurant. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I know that's why I'm keeping sticking to it. As to how much a chef, um, a good chef. This is not a bad chef or a great chef. A good chef makes. Um, and private dining is like if you're charging hundred pounds, 
imagine the Michelin star chefs who are doing it or like, you know, the really well-known chefs who are doing it, renowned chefs. Not saying that you're not, but I'm saying, you know. Um, so what are you going to do? Like, are you thinking of taking that as a serious business and doing it? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to maybe push that out more. Making it like your own team where you go travel with the team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so like I really enjoy doing private dining like, out of everything I do. Private dining is one of the things I enjoy the most because it's just different every time. They order a different meal, every, like a customer chooses a different meal. I've got like a, a full, full on menu and then they choose what they want to eat. So it's always different every time. Ah, right. So you have a menu and they pick. Yeah, they and pick in advance. Is that changing every so often? Or? Uh, so I've had the same menu for a while now, but I'm working on a new menu. Um, I don't know when I'm going to release that yet. Uh, but working on a new menu but um yeah it's just every every private dinner it's just different it's different people it's a different house a different environment different events yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i could be in fucking, whatever, yeah. i could be in london and then i could be in birmingham it's just different every time and that's what i enjoy just change when you're at a restaurant and you're just doing the same thing same thing same thing it does get a bit boring and that's that's where that's you lose sick, a bit of passion know, I, and stuff i actually think it's really sick because um before this is like a few years ago when my father used to be a chef i uh, i used to ask him do you not get sick and tired of making the same dish again and again and again like 50 customers can come through and ask for the same exact dish it's just does, like where's the fun in that there's no fun you're meeting new people but you're not really because you're in the kitchen yeah, 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 and you're making yeah. the same thing do you not get sick of it and he's like you know what i do mm. i do my father's not a chef anymore but mm. yeah he does he, he used to say but what you've done actually you've this new venture is actually sounds really cool. Thank you. My uh, thing is, is how many people will actually reach out to you to book you? Um, not much, no, obviously, because it is quite a steep price. It is. Um, um, obviously. But there's also a lot of wealthy people in the world. Yeah, yeah, like there it. is, there is, there is. It's just that a lot of people don't, still don't know about me yet. Yeah. So I just need to get out there, keep pushing it out there. Um, and that's what I'm going to do. Just keep pushing it out there, really. I really want to focus on this private dining i really enjoyed that and obviously it's a good um, income as well mm. and it's just good for my staff as well like they love it when they come on private di- dinners with me like each and every one of them just love it they how love- many staff members do you have uh, so now i have um i've got five now uh, wow. working for me but it's like they like part-time so what i do like i say like i got private dinner on the state um, and then i'll take one of them with me so they all got their own jobs yeah for sure um and then they come with me but I want to get to the point where I can employ him full time. Oh, yeah. I want to get to, once I get to that point, I'll be like, well, So let's say if I wanted to, I wanted to have you, um, you know, cater for my event, a private uh, event, but then I don't have a kitchen. Could you accommodate that too? Uh, so if you don't have a kitchen, um, obviously we'll work our way around it. Um, so okay. I've just started doing barbecue functions now. Uh, so where we'll bring a barbecue and then we'll just cook outside and stuff. So I started doing barbecue functions. Um, just keep coming up with new things, new really. New ideas, new ways. Yeah, 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 new ways, new ways. No if you didn't have a kitchen, I don't think we can do a private dinner because um, mm. I need the kitchen, I need the oven, I need all that stuff yeah. for the food that I produce. Um, but we can do, like, the barbecue. But function. if someone's, like, got an event, like a birthday, and they've got a venue which doesn't have a kitchen, you'll still be able to figure out... Yeah, yeah, I can even um, rent a trailer that has a kitchen, in that kitchen trailer, and then just work, work out from there. But, yeah, I always, like... No matter what happens, um, we always make a solution. Like, obviously, the, you know what? I think this is the new thing that's gonna eventually be what people want mm. because this thing of um, you know now, I think now 
people value their time a lot more. If you're in an event or you hosted an event or whatever it is, you don't want to be the one cooking. You know, like out, like my mom, right? Yeah, yeah, when she yeah, used to yeah. have big parties. Yeah, yeah, used to yeah, have yeah, big parties yeah. in my house. She'd be the one cooking. And 70% of the time she'd be cooking, 30% she'd be socializing with mm. other people. But now when people's lifestyles are changing, people are making a little bit more money or, you know, whatever, they would think, is it worth me being in the kitchen? Yeah, in the kitchen? Yeah, or is yeah, it yeah. actually worth me maybe hiring someone like you, getting someone like you involved and then actually enjoying the event? Yeah, itself. yeah, it makes, it yeah, makes the life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and actually do, you know, you provide a great service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a win-win situation. It makes the life easier, really. Like, you just got the chef there that does all the cooking and then the cleaning. Like, you just have to take a step back and you can actually enjoy. Because yeah. I remember, like, Christmases when I'm cooking for the whole family. I'm just there prepping all day, cooking. Mm. And I, they're all there enjoying and, like, and then they'll get a few, like, 30% time socialising. It's just not enough, like, it actually takes the pressure off and, like, they can actually enjoy the event and stuff. So, so how does um, it work around your lifestyle now? Because you're doing... Uh, that conversation that we were having before the recording is you're having this new role that you're starting where you're going to be managing three places, right? Three venues at the same yeah, time. Yeah, so I'll just be overseeing the three venues um, just working. We've taken a lot of um, pressure off Aaron, really. Um, obviously, that'll be like... It's not, it's not many hours, um, so I'll still have time to um, do my private dining and stuff like that. Do you still do your cake business? No, that's gone. Uh, so the, um, I got to a point where I was just doing too much and then I didn't have a social life. I wasn't getting sleep. I wasn't eating. Um, it was just too much. I was just taking too much on. I took too much on, too much on. Um, so I just had to start cutting a few things that weren't making money. Yeah. Um, so I cut my exhaust at home takeaway. Yeah, all um, the box. The boxes and stuff um, that wasn't making money. Um, because everywhere was open, people wanted to go out yeah, and stuff. Sure, yeah. But I kept the private dining element to it. Um, I cut my cake business. That was my baby. That even though like I started that from seventeen years old and to where it is now. You think you maybe start something like that? In the um, with the cake business, the only way that will make money is if I actually have like a cafe. Right. So if yeah, down the line, yeah, yeah. maybe down the line, if I get rich, I can <laughs> get a cafe. Uh, granny I cakes. don't know who you trying to fool. <laughs> <laughs> don't try to make, make the viewers. Yeah. Said, mm. If I get rich, four thousand pounds from selling boxes <laughs> from yeah, home. Yeah. From wow, home. you know what you lot doing? Amazon and crypto and all of that. Uh, Leave that. Go <laughs> Everybody go become shit. Yeah, it was mad. It was mad. Like I've not seen money like that. Um, obviously going up, um, not rich and that bit. It was just different. so. What is your like uh, plan? For the next, you know, two, because well, it seems like I, I normally ask, what's your plan for the next five years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, for yeah. you, it's a bit different. I'm going to ask you, what's your plan for the next 12 months? Because you've like gone like a bullet, you know? From yeah, yeah, yeah. 21, 22, 23, 24. It's just like success after success, you know, accomplishment after accomplishment. Uh, and you don't seem like the person, you know, a lot of people are like, really focused really zoned you seem you come across like very chilled yeah 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 so literally like relaxed. people are like like you say you always have like what's your five-year plan what's your 10-year plan i don't have a plan i'm just yeah. taking each day as it comes really um like i've never really been good at saving either um like like you could die tomorrow so don't know why um like that's why i've not really been good at saving i just enjoy um, life as it is in, in life uh or to life what's your formula to life just take each day as it comes really like just enjoy it and 
do what you can tomorrow's a new day and just restart really like so my plan for the next 12 months i can probably give you a 12 month plan like i want to push um the private dining out there more um i want to create a website i need a website now like my the level i'm at now i definitely need a website um and then yeah just and i want my own like my own mortgage my own house i think your plans um you know a lot of people they might think oh he's not got a solid plan like you know he's not got a vision but you know the fact that you don't is also a good thing yeah yeah, because yeah. Sometimes when you have too much plan and vision you things get clouded and you start missing things you know what i mean but when you i think for me as well when you actually take a time period and you take a day at a time you soak in more information yeah, you enjoy yeah, yeah. What you do. and you're open to more ideas yeah you're open to more ideas and for you as well because you're so young you're 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 in that generation where who can be the most creative who can be the most um smart you know make things more unique because what you're doing isn't the first thing it, like it's not the first time someone's doing no, it. no 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 people's done it before like, yeah people, mil- like loads of people have done it but this unique approach and with you as well what i've just noticed as well you've gone from project to project to project so mm. like cakes boxes mm. private dining and then you know working alongside aaron under his umbrella as well to like restaurants uh, so you're very like adaptable yeah yeah yeah, right? yeah yeah constantly changing what makes you that adaptable like how do you get so adaptable from business to business or um, i don't know you know i just like change like when you're just doing the same thing it just gets too much so i just like change and just learning i want to learn everything i want to do everything um so yeah i just love just doing new things that's why i love the private dinners because it's just a new setting every time it's different menu Maybe a every new time challenge. it's a they new might challenge give you a new yeah, challenge yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. exhausted we need to you to do this mm, and cater for this mm. Even it's life. not even just the cooking, like the business side or my paperwork side of things. I'm yeah. good at that as well. I'm like a jack of all trades, really. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Maybe one day Planet Fast could have an event where uh, Exose could come and Chef Exose could come and, you know, cater for yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. the event. It would be fantastic. Hopefully when I am rich. <laughs> <laughs> but on that note um it's been absolutely brilliant to have a conversation with you um i really really look forward to watching you for the next 12 months um you all you're always smiling which i really like like you're just smiling all the time even when i met you at that event (laughs) you're smiling even when you're speaking you're smiling and uh for for your age um you know the way you come across is like so humbling uh very few 24 year olds nowadays like so humble so well accomplished um so well spoken so it's nice to see um and i hope the viewers can take a lot from it as well that you don't have to be super focused super future dedicated super good at saving you can still you know live your life enjoy your life and and be chilled really so thank you for taking your time no today. problem thank you for having me uh, i'll put all your social media and everything down um can i get a discount if i want a private dining yeah yeah i'll sort <laughs> you out now, <laughs> <laughs> i'll definitely sort you out we can get you a two percent two percent discount <laughs> 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 oh we'll cut that, bit out. <laughs> cut that bit out but listen it's been amazing thank you so much um yeah listen if you like this you know what to do if you don't like this you know what to do if you want to subscribe you know what to do if you don't want to subscribe 
go and follow his Instagram and book him for private dining. Hundred pound a head, maybe hundred and twenty if you follow. Use my link below so I can get twenty. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We're done. Yeah. How was that? Yeah. yeah.